Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Racing with Ryan podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens, and I am once again joined by good friend and co-host of the show, Mr. Kenny Roth. How's it going, buddy? It's going. Uh, it's a little uh, bit of laughter <laughs> starting off the show, but uh, hey, it's going. Good it's time. good to be back. No, it's good to have you back, man. Um, we had a good time this weekend. New Smyrna, unfortunately, did rain out, but... Did it rain? I don't even know. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't, but it was canceled. It did actually so. rain because I remember when we pulled back here, my uh, truck was full of water and I drove off. Oh, yeah, it pulled. rained here. And I think I think Margo messaged me and said it had rained. You know, For what it's worth, it rained at 10 o'clock or whatever. So, but I the mean, track it was weeping, so. Really doesn't matter. When, when, when it's called, it could rain, hurricane, earthquake. Doesn't matter. It's canceled. So, <laughs> with that said, we were able to go on a road trip. And we went to a place that Kenny had never been before. So he checked, uh, checked another track off his list. And uh, we got out to the Showtime Speedway. And it was the first time I'd been there since the last Sermons Memorial Mod Mini Race that they held. And only the third time I've ever, ever been down there. So it was kind of, you know, it sucks when New Smyrna rains out. That's our bread and butter, man. Especially those family fun nights. It was going to be fun. But uh, to get to go down to a new track and just be a race fan for a night, it, it was a lot of fun. I, I don't know how you feel about it, but I really enjoyed uh, I'm really glad we made the trip down there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we made the trip down there. And uh, I'll say uh, for being a track that's like in the middle of, I don't even know how to explain it because the ride there, that was pretty interesting. We, <laughs> yeah. took, we took the scenic route we a did. little bit. I was like, you know, I hear the race cars, but where's the track? We were like, I don't even know what road we are. And I noticed a few people went that way too. So I don't think we were the only ones. Well, there's, I guess, two entrances to the place. And one of them is basically through a field and some brush. And if it wasn't for that sign, I would have driven right by it. And I drove by a dumped couch and some other garbage. <laughs> Um, it was it was definitely an adventure getting there once we got off the highway, but we made it and we got to see some really good racing. Uh, uh, the Sportsman Twin Fifties are what really drew us to the event, and they delivered. Yeah, the Sportsman was awesome. I mean, it was good to see that many Sportsman race and uh, twenty plus. Yeah, and I seemed like it, almost all the top ten were contender cars, and we didn't have real like no fillers there. I feel. No, and there was no runaway at the front. I yeah. mean, the the cars that had good track position stayed in good track position. It was tough to pass, but um, good competitive field, and, and that that'll happen. Like you said, when you got 10, 12 guys that hit the invert right, that could potentially be up front. It makes for an interesting show. Twin fifties, two different winners. I mean, um, I have nothing to really complain about. What well, as far as the on track product, um, I will say, and I'm just going to be nitpicky here. I don't know what the day-to-day operations are like at Showtime. I don't know what the situation is at Showtime. I know Robert Yoho owns, you know, a tow company, apparently strip clubs, and God knows what else. And uh, apparently, from what Matt says, the man doesn't sleep. So he's always going doing something. Um, So I'm not sure exactly what priority the racetrack falls under. But I will say that I went to Showtime in 2016 or 2017 for their opening day of their regular season. Just because we had a week off from New Smyrna and I wanted to go check somewhere out. So I picked Showtime. And the place looked great. I mean, the amenities were few and far between as they are now. Um, But the walls were painted. The place looked good. And I swear to God, when we walked in there on Saturday, it was like the place had been stuck in a time capsule because it looked like nothing had changed. And and I, other than the degradation. So like, 
the walls were painted for opening day in 2016, 2017, whatever it was. It looks like they haven't been touched since. It looks like there's been no upgrades. Um, the stands are still sporadic. Like there's a, a, like a couple of concrete beams that people are sitting on. There's a small set of like baseball field bleachers over here. Uh, the announcer's tower is literally um, in a shipping container. That was a that was pretty interesting to see. It's a little look a little tight in there. Didn't Austin say that I'd probably be hunched over there? Like yeah, hunched, hunched it's all back. all a five feet tall. It looks yeah. like. So, yeah, so. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm I'm nitpicking because it looks like the facility. They did need a nice fresh paint of coat. Uh, fresh coat of paint. That's it. Yep. <laughs> fresh paint. Yeah, coat. I mean, honestly, it just looks like the place hasn't had any upgrades since I'd been there last, and, and that's all I'm trying to say. I mean. At the end of the day, I, th I think most race fans just want to go see good on-track product, and we got that, so not complaining about that. It's just I could tell that the place was a little run down, and it just kind of gave off a weird vibe, I guess, when we got there. Like, if I wasn't a race fan and I walked in there for the first time, I wouldn't want to come back. That would be the vibe that it gives me. Now, I'm a race fan, so, you know, the eye candy isn't the be-all, end-all for me. I'm, I'm there to watch the race cars, and we, we got a good show um, even though there were some snafus that we'll talk about, but um, definitely looks like the place is a little bit run down. But hey, they're still going. There's a lot of tracks that aren't, so they've they've got that going for them for sure. Yeah, and it, they need a little bit of paint on the track a little bit, and uh, the bathrooms were nice. I thought the bathrooms were pretty nice. They seem like they spend money on their bathrooms. But. Yeah, at least they were clean. It wasn't yeah. a cesspool anyway. Yeah. The bathrooms are like the the biggest area to get away from anything that they have over there. There's we had a little rain delay after qualifying, and there was, like, no cover. We had to run to the car to get uh, Peyton in the car and all yeah, that. But, I don't uh, know where the pits are. We couldn't really find the pits. I mean, they were, I guess they were way – I mean, you know where the pits are, but they were, like, way well, over the, there. The main gate to the pits was closed even after the races, so yeah. we just went home. But yeah. uh, let's uh, – first of all, on the show, we are going to break down the rest of our trip to Showtime. We will talk about the NASCAR race at Nashville. Pretty interesting weekend over there. And we do have around the state, uh, Citrus County Speedway was in action, Thunder Road was in action, and we've got uh, power rankings, fantasy, and all the other stuff you expect in segment three if you stick around that long. Um, excuse you me. You don't have no drama to start the show as the... No, uh, I, I don't, man. As it's, the laps turn? Nope. All is good. We yeah. haven't been to New Smyrna in a little while, so all is good. Well, Until next week. Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a little bit of drama at Showtime, which we'll talk about. So... They said they were going to qualify Sportsman at 6.30, and we had heard there was 22-ish cars, and they bring the cars out at, what, 6.50 yeah. for qualifying? So they were about 20 minutes late. Hey, look, been there, done that, know all about that. They qualify the cars, but we're kind of chatting in the grandstands like, wait, how do they run a 14.5, a and then the next lap it's a 15.2? That, that doesn't seem... They got two laps of qualifying, and they were yeah. all over the place. It was very sporadic, so... It didn't make any sense, but I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, I had Peyton with me, and, and she was interested in the race cars, and then she'd be interested in climbing through the grandstands and then hopping around and, and just being a kid and enjoying herself. Did you lose herself. any of them cars that you brought? No, got them all. Uh, you yep. she, yeah. she threw them a couple of times, so we got them all back. Yeah, um, but good. my eyes weren't entirely on the scoreboard every single lap, so I didn't really catch it until the end when Austin was like, these lap times don't make any sense. And apparently their scoring system... Uh, as Yoho said, it was struck by lightning. So take that for what it's worth. It was inconsistent and iffy. So after qualifying was done, Matt, bless his heart, went down to do the redraw for the top 10 to see where everybody's going to start for the first race. And then a meeting broke out. 
in the infield with the sportsman drivers and Yoho and track officials. And Matt's just kind of down there, kind of listening, trying to take it all in because he doesn't know what's going on. Nobody in the stands knows what's going on. Um, Kip, Kip McVeigh was in the field and his car owners at the grandstands by the flag stands just having a conniption. And he basically told Kip to go get his car and pull out. And Kip did. He pulled out and went home. Um, so apparently the timing and scoring was inaccurate during qualifying. So instead of redrawing the top 10 to make it quote unquote fair, they redrew the top 13 and then said it was going to be a 10 car invert. I don't even know if that actually ended up being what happened with the second race or not, but they redrew the top 13 positions and then they did the juice box races for the kids at like, what, what was it? Seven fifteen, seven twenty yeah, at that it point. Pretty, it was pretty late, a lot later than it should have been. <laughs> So they do those, and then they call the sportsmen to line up. And then we got another 10 minutes of nothing. And we sit, well, I pointed the rain out about half an hour before it got here. I could see it coming over the highway. And everyone, oh, that's not going to, there's no rain, it's fine. And then the rain got here right as the sportsmen finally, it starts raining heavier than it had all night, and the sportsmen start coming out. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, um... Let's put them on the track when it starts raining. Right, and, and this was... As heavy a rain as we got was when the sportsmen hit the racetrack for their first feature. So they ran them for a few laps and realized, you know, this was going to be an issue. So they pulled them off, and then we hightailed it to the car to get ourselves and, and most importantly, Peyton out of the out of the rain. And we sat in the car for it. It was only 15, 20 minutes, really. Yeah. A quick passing shower. They dried the track really quick. I mean, good job on the track drying efforts. They got that done real quick. And they scrapped the heat races, which in my opinion was absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. And then we went straight to feature racing. Um, first sportsman feature, pretty clean. Pretty clean. I think they started about 20 cars. I do have the results pulled up here. What did you think of the first sportsman race? Uh, it was a pretty good race. It was uh, sad to see uh, Dodge uh, Colbert yeah. drop out. I guess he had a fuel line come off and pulled it in. But it saved him for the second race, so I guess kind of worked out for him and everything. So, but it was good to see uh, Tyler Schofield. He pretty much seemed like he had that race under wraps for a pretty good amount of the race, and uh, LJ seemed like he was coming up towards the end. And uh, who was it? Adam, Adam Briggs. Briggs. Yeah, Adam yep. Briggs was in a different car, the thirty-four, than, the Lance car. Yeah. 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 So because I guess Briggs has sold his his stuff and got was able to hop in the ride the 34 ride this weekend so because okay. i think when he came out for qualifying we're like adam briggs really yeah. all right uh but yeah it was uh tyler schofield that got the win in race number one over lj Grimm and adam briggs wasn't uh, the first race was the race where jeff schofield took the wall tried to take the wall down and was riding around with a, uh, a spoiler rim. hanging yeah, off yeah. yeah so yeah or as uh, steve said the splitter yeah yeah i, I, <laughs> and I heard picked him say that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that was funny. But uh, it's like the but, the up splitter, the one in the yeah, up, the top, the top, the top splitter. splitter. Yeah. So, but now it was uh, that was a good race. It was good to it was good battling out there. Surprisingly, it seemed like you had a two lanes of fighting out there. So, yeah, and it was pretty clean. I I can't remember specifically any major dust ups. I know, like you said, Dodge had some issues. Yeah, I um, think Schofield was really the only one that I saw do anything. He hit the wall. And then uh, the second one, I think, was the one that had the, the wrecks in it, wasn't it? Yeah, the second one got kind of crazy. Yeah. So to, to recap race number one, and, and honestly, with twin races, you want the first race to be relatively clean so you still have yeah. cars for the second race. And I think everybody just about made it out for the second race. Um, they had a total of 23 cars on the grounds. Two did not start. Kip 
uh, Kip McVeigh, as we mentioned, and Richard Anderson did not start. But it was Tyler Schofield that won race one, LJ Grimm second, Adam Briggs third, Tim Sozio, a good run for Tim. He was fourth, Jeff Schofield did finish fifth ahead of Daniel Webster, who didn't seem like himself here at Showtime this weekend. And same could be said for Brandon Morris, who was seventh. He just, you know, top 10 car, but didn't really contend. Um, Then we had Austin Craig in the 10 car. Brad Bowman was ninth and rounding out the top 10. Dylan Bigley. And then race number two at the end of the night. Um, The guy to watch in this one was definitely Dodge Carl Murray. He he started started 21st. Yeah, 21st, 21st, it says on here. But yeah, yeah, way back in the field. He had fresh tires, though, because he he only ran. Right. And that... Honestly, like, these twin races are great, but when you have somebody that doesn't run well or doesn't run all the laps in the first feature, they do have a pretty big advantage in race number two. That's why I like the, you know, the points deal. Um, You know, have an overall winner because that makes you have to race hard in both races. Like, if you're 10th in race number one with 15 to go, you could pull off, save your tires, and have a advantage over the rest of the field. So Dodge... And I'm not taking anything away. He had a fast car all day. So maybe the tires didn't matter. Mm. Maybe, you, you I mean, know. He was clean getting up there. He, he was. No oh, he was. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, I, we're just we're just speculating. But yeah. I'm assuming with the, the worn out surface that they had there, tires definitely meant something. So I would say Dodge had at least a little bit of advantage there in race uh, number two to go along with his fast race car. I agree with. Uh, do you what do you think of the controversy for the uh, final restart on that? I listen, everybody's playing games on restarts. Yeah. Everybody knows that a good restart could be the difference. Yeah. And everybody's jackrabbiting. Everybody's, you know, sizing well, up the guy next to him. Is very over, small. Yeah, and it's not painted. It's uh, just some cones. They no, it is about, It is painted. It's just... Where, where was the paint? There was there. two yellow lines, that, like the box. That's why, that's why I could tell you it was so small. It was like right I, after turn four and... Halfway down the front straightaway. I didn't see no paint on that track. It was yellow. They have a they have a yellow restart I'm have box. To go look at this. We'll have to go back, and I'll point it out to you, and then we'll leave. Um, <laughs> we're, we're taking a field trip. We'll be right yeah, back yeah. on the Racing with Ryan podcast. <laughs> uh, but no, they did have a small restart box. I think it's too small, and I don't like the restart boxes being on the straightaway. Yeah. Because I feel like when you're in the corner and you have a chance to accelerate and come off the corner, you have cha- you have a chance to get the car loaded up. And, yeah. and unwound a little bit less chance to spin the tires i i feel like maybe i'm wrong but uh i like the restart box like we have at new smarta off you know in the middle of three and four but um i i don't see anything wrong with it like i, I know dodge was upset about it and kind of went off a little bit which hey he didn't win the race yeah. i don't blame him i don't i don't think anybody did anything wrong and i don't think anybody had um i don't think anybody was out of line being upset about it either so I just look at that as green flag came out, we raced. Yeah. Um, the other controversy in race number two, uh, Jeff bull. Schofield got into it with the 30 car. Um, Chris Huntoon. Thank you. Yeah, Nick Neary was in the second car. Chris Huntoon was in the other car, uh, the other 30 car. And Chris got into Jeff coming off turn number two, and it reminded me just like Gavin Graham and Jeff Schofield at the Sunbelt race a couple months ago. Um Gavin gets into Schofield. Schofield runs him down the back straightaway and just doesn't lift and wrecks the kid going into three. And that's what Jeff tried to do to Chris Huntoon. Now, Showtime, much smaller, flatter racetrack. You don't have the same... It's, it's not as easy to just stuff somebody in the wall, is my point. And, and Chris kind of knew it was coming. Chris kind of battled through it. 
They chased each other back and forth for a lap or two, and then Chris Huntoon got Jeff Schofield and turned him around off turn number two like a lap or two later. And in my opinion, gave Jeff Schofield what he deserved because, look, I'm not going to sit here and pick on Jeff Schofield, but we've seen Schofield do this plenty of times. He doesn't like it when somebody touches him. And he feels like instead of, well, you know, I've raised people this way my entire life. Uh, now they're racing me this way. I don't like it, so I'm going to go wreck them. Instead of rubbing them back, like I can understand if you went in the corner and knocked Chris Huntoon up the racetrack and took the spot back, you know, tit for tat. But he tried to wreck him. And Chris Huntoon is like, uh-uh, I'm not putting up with that. And Chris wrecked him back. Caution comes out. Schofield's pissed. He tries to chase after Chris Huntoon and then drives the wrong way down pit road and apparently endangered some people in the pit, so they parked him. Now, I don't know how egregious it really was. I know he went storming off the racetrack, and I thought for a minute he might be chasing after Huntoon and might smash him head on. <laughs> but he pulled in the pits, and I guess they they called him for reckless driving and, and parked him for the night. And uh, it just reminded me of exactly what it did to Gavin Graham. Graham didn't dump him. He bumped him coming off the corner in a super late, hard to pass. And then Schofield just wrecked him. And that's what he, that, it was like the same thing, but Chris Huntoon didn't allow him to get wrecked. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know I, if you have a different take on it, but Rubin's racing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get it. Schofield is he he likes to remind people that I am not the one to mess with, yeah. and I respect that. And I think having Jeff Schofield in any like race, they say, fuck around, and find out. Pretty much. I mean, that is how Jeff Schofield lives. And yeah. look, he's he's just like Jason Lester, and I know he's going to hate if he listens to this. He's going to hate being compared to Lester, but. You want these guys. Well, one's like this and one's like this. I mean, you Absolutely. Can't really and Schofield it. would, you know, he'd bull rush Lester. Lester's I don't know. scrappy. I don't know. Lester's I, scrappy, though. We could, we could, we could That'd be a good look, fight, yeah, right? it would be. MMA style. Yeah. Um, they start out in their car. <laughs> first one to tip over the pit box wins. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It. You want Jeff Schofield in your field. He draws. You know, yeah. he's a draw. And whether he's at the dirt tracks, whether he's in the sportsman, whether he's in a late model, if Schofield is there, he's a draw, but he don't fuck around, like no. you said. So, I don't know. I, I I felt like he got what he deserved, and, and Chris gave it to him, and then Chris parked his car, too. He was not disqualified from what I was told, but, uh, you know, just one of those situations that happened, and uh, wouldn't be a sportsman race without a tad bit of controversy. Yeah, and what do you think of the uh, flagman for Showtime? I think he gets into his job. I think he did great. Yeah. I know he got a... a a talking to from Yoho at one point that seemed to shake him up a little bit. Yeah, but I guess Yoho was he made a call that Yoho disagreed. With. I guess it was a call that the flagman made that Yoho disagreed about. Yeah, Yoho so, just let the flagman do the job. Yeah, you he got sees a little bit more. Than that's what Ralph said. He's like, look, if I'm going to be a race director, just let me be a race director. Yeah. You know, don't be. If I make a call, let let it let it go, yeah. let it stay. And that's why you know part of the reason why Ralph is doing uh, you know retired things now. But yeah. It's it's tough, man. When you make a call, people are going to love it or they're going to hate it. Yeah. And sometimes it's the the owner that doesn't love it. But mm-hmm. it's all part of the deal. Yo Good times and bad times. That's a whole other story. Yeah. What <laughs> yeah. was your uh, what was your take of Yoho in that? It's time. All right. Well, <laughs> folks, I appreciate you all listening to the show for so long, and uh, I, pre- you know, I understand now if you don't listen anymore. But uh, um, that was the real Robert Yoho, live and in person. <laughs> Come back next week to fireworks showtime. 
I mean, yo ho, he's a crazy guy. Yeah, he's a crazy guy. He has to be entertained, interjected in everything in that track. I could see, like, yeah. Well, what was I mean, up with the uh, uh, fucking um, what was it? The uh, tow truck. We thought it was gonna destroy the. Car. Well, that was Yoho in the tow truck. So he almost destroyed a car during. Yeah, uh, he was like qualifying. chasing a car, trying to like tell him to not go, and he was like almost t-boned him and everything. So well, there were there was definitely the crazy Yoho moments that everybody comes yeah. to expect. Yeah. Show Showtime. <laughs> so, That's uh, the name of the show. <laughs> I gotta figure out how to spell that. But I, like, I think I can get Showtime. Just now. Google uh, Tasmanian Devil. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. I'll just uh, the the cover photo for this week's podcast will be Taz on the Showtime Speedway. Yeah, that's all you need because that's what that, that is Yoho all the way. So the J. Graham, he did a good job. He yeah, was, he he won race number two that guy from can the drive pool. some. Has he raced at New Smyrna? Oh yeah, just a sprint car. He's raced modifieds before in New Smyrna. Right, uh, I, I think he's. Maybe been there one or two times. He's a, you know, he's a Citrus County Showtime. Yeah, uh, he likes having dirt cars, too. He races them a lot. Yeah, he and Devin McLeod. Yep. Yeah. Um, but no, when he gets behind the way, like, he's really good in a sportsman car at Citrus, and he showed it with a second place and a first place mm-hmm. over at uh, Showtime this week, and Peyton got a picture with him, which was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, she was excited about that. She was. What about uh, your boy, uh, Phil? Philip? Phil Jakes. Look, I'm just glad Phil raced. Yeah. He, you know, he moved down here a couple of years ago talking about how he's going to go racing and has an old Patrick Thomas car and his racing has been sporadic. And he, he is one of those guys where if it is not right or he's not in the right mindset or it's not the right timing, he's not going to race. Yeah. And that's fine. His car's a jack stand racer. Sometimes. But when he, when he's ready to go, I mean, he proves he can. He can run well. He used to race at Stafford in the, the street yeah. stocks up there and did well. So he's yeah. he's a good racer. He's just Phil, he's he's a comfort guy. He likes to feel comfortable. And he he did respectable. He got a top ten in race number two. Um LJ Grimm, the winner of race two, Dodge Carlbert second, Tim Sozio, another good run in third. I thought Tim did a great job this week. Um his teammate Daniel Webster was fourth, fifth was Adam Briggs, so two top fives for Briggs. And it was Dylan Bigley sixth. Tyler Schofield, the first and a seventh, so not too bad. Austin Craig, consistent. He finished eighth. Nick Neary in the Chris Huntoon backup car came home ninth. And then Phil Jakes, who we were just talking about, tenth. Brandon Morris, a little bit of a struggle in 11th. That was your pick to win, wasn't it? Yeah, I just, because Showtime and Auburndale are very similar, so I really expected. He doesn't seem to be have the speed that I think he used to always have. Maybe it's a different car. I mean, he has it figured out at Auburndale. When he goes to the other places, he's humbled a little bit. And I, I guess that's what we can chalk it up to. Uh, good to see Cody Crucker in 12th. Scott Garrity was out there 13th. Chase Lovelady, Mark Peterson, Brad Bowman, Danny Portello, or Partolo. Uh, Jeff Schofield was not DQ'd. He's just parked. Chris Huntoon was 19th. Hudson Sharp. And the only car, so 21 cars started race one, 20 started race two. The only DNS in a race two was Joe Winchell. So, pretty good turnout and, and great racing. Um, race cars of yesterday kicked off the show. Um, Watch you, that spring. The, the cars were cool to look at. Yeah. Absolutely cool to look at. Two of them raced. The other ones just kind of rode Yeah. Around. Like I said a week ago, we are spoiled by the ground pounders. Yeah. And Kevin Absher. Yeah, Kevin Absher was the winner. Uh, we also raced some Crown Vicks. Let me see if I can find those results. Here it is. A good field of Crown Vicks. 
23 of them in the race went caution free. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, that was pretty, impressive. Pretty, there. I mean, there were some spinouts and people, but they they kind of on those tracks seemed to let it go. Yeah, they, they there were some beating and banging, some spinning out, some some fun moments. Maybe it wasn't caution. Okay, there was a caution with like three to go. Yeah, but then it was, it was like a spin. Yeah. So it was a okay. I'll take it back. It was a relatively clean race where you thought it was going to be chaos, but it wasn't. It was a great Crown Vic race, and Dennis Wilson got the win over Sean Moore. Dustin Wilson, Joshua Ryan, and Talon Kraft. Where did Ty Landis finish? Sixth. Sixth. All right. Yeah. I was uh, some there. other notables. Marty Neekins was an eighth. I wish we could get these guys to come race with us. I know, but <laughs> there's only one reason. Corey Bigley was seventeenth. Kyle Case nineteenth. Is that the fan? Is that members of the Bigley family? Yes, I believe Bigley so. Race. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we also had a five hundred dollar to win street stock race that I thought was a great race. A lot of cautions. A lot of Spins. Yeah, that was a good race. No major junk or anything. 16 cars started, and I did pick the winner on this one. I called Hayden Mowry to be the winner. He did. I wish I would have known he did a backflip. I would have gotten a I, video. I know. That was impressive. I was walking out of the stupid track when he did it. Look out Carl Edwards because Hayden did it while standing on the ground. He yeah. didn't use the car for leverage, so yeah. that was impressive. I kind of I was chasing Peyton around because she liked to walk around in between races, run off some of that child energy, um, but I saw it kind of at an angle and he just stood on the front stretch and did a backflip and it was impressive and he drove a hell of a race because that yeah. was not a that was a he very was competitive smoking. race yeah he was smoking rub or something was rubbing. looked like rear end was yeah. smoking but yeah. they let it they checked him yoho came out and checked him during one of the cautions yeah. and they let him stay out there uh so hayden got the win over casey hall mike wedlick thomas mayer and dodge carlbert the top five so dodge had a good night rick hogg kyle courtney who's been winning a lot of races down there was seventh Mark Nelson, Randy Llewellyn, and Eli Thompson rounding out the top 10 there. Good race. A lot of fun. Um, we did not get super late models. Six, I guess, from what Yoho said, if you could decipher what he was yelling. Um, I guess Ray, he said, six. Yeah, exactly. So there were six that showed up. I guess two of them broke. One of them, Schofield couldn't get his to turn, so he wasn't going to race. Uh, Kip McVeigh loaded up and went home. So I think it was down to Yoho's car and one other one, and Yoho said to hell that y'all go home. So no super late models, and with the rain, they canceled the fan, fan participation races. Tyler Vickery, the guy that drives the Dodge Dart, came all the way down to race and was in the hot chute ready to go and was told we're not doing it. Get I out was going to race the Durango. Yeah, car seats are expensive. So <laughs> Take the car seat out, <laughs> and we'll just get stranded in the mosquito field. But uh, no, no those it was gnats. No, oh, the gnats were bad. They were terrible. They were behind my sunglasses. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I I will say, um, you know, I, I've been on here the last couple of weeks, and I've been candid with you all about some of the delays at New Smyrna and some of the discombobulation. Um, and that's what I chalked New Smyrna up to some discombobulation. The event at Showtime was completely disorganized. Oh yeah, there was a lot of disorganization changes on the fly it just seems like they fly by the seat of their pants and hey if it works for them great i'm not bashing it i'm not talking shit i'm just telling you what i observed the the deal with the scoring like i get it we've had scoring issues too well, so did i can't you see the line hanging out of the middle of the track yeah no the the track's coming are... apart where the line is yeah, and that yeah. makes me wonder if that's the issue but yeah. you know I mean, every lightning. time you ride over it probably goes mm -hmm. and tire stick to it and yeah, so I was all excited. I thought uh, Schofield had the uh, new track record, and I'm yeah. all posting, and then I find out the lap time zone. And Dodge Colbert ended up having the fastest time out there from what his posts say. So 
I don't know. I don't know what to think about the track. It's a little ghetto, but I would go again. I'd like to see maybe an uh, actual super late model rate. Well, like a is? bigger event? Yeah, like an actual one. I don't know. I don't know what to think. <laughs> I mean, I, listen, there, it, there's no reason I wouldn't go back to a short track. Uh, it, there are some tracks that I don't make my biggest priority, whether it be distance or, you know, the way the events run. I mean, I love to get out to Auburndale. I want, like I've been saying, I, I need to get back out to Citrus. I want to see how their shows go now with with the change. Um, I haven't really yeah, given my opinion on that. Features. That's the thing, man. Like that's that's a haul for me to get out there too. And even even with the rain delay at Showtime in the disorganization, once the show got going, they ran it through. What did we leave? Ten forty five, eleven o'clock. Got home by one. I mean, I get home from one. At one at New Smart every week. I mean, I hang out afterwards, but they they did they did well. Excuse me, they did well once they got on track. Once the rain moved out, and they did a great job getting the track dry. I like the excuse intermission. Me. All right, we're gonna have an intermission. All right, here comes the cars. Right, right. <laughs> and I, I've just been told that we're gonna have intermission. Oh, here they are. And and I will say, um, first time I've seen Matt Nyer in action. Yeah, good buddy of mine from the Hot Mike and in, in, in that series there. He did great. Yeah, he and did a great job. He had so many curveballs and different things going on. Like, I feel you. I feel you, Matt. Uh, but he did a great job not getting flustered with it. Like, I would walk by him, and he would shake his head and be like, what the hell? And I'm like, hey, you're doing a good job, man. <laughs> like, he did a great job with everything that was up against him. And, uh, you know, some disorganization here, but... Hey, welcome to welcome to Saturday night short track racing. It's like improv. You just I go. I was happy with it. I got to see my buddies. Yeah. No, yeah. man. It was I had so much fun hanging out. Austin was there. <laughs> yeah. Steve showed up at the last minute. Yeah. All the hot mic guys were there. Peyton was there. Yeah. Um we I ran got into my picture taken while I was there. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. Your your oh, your buddies. Yeah, yeah. your buddies were there from yeah. SSR. And um I, I liked how you were you, you hung out in the grandstands with us, but you'd take off, you go get pictures of this, you were yeah. getting your things, you were you know, fixated on the flag man for for a while. You kind of were checking it out, taking it all in, and uh, yeah. yeah, it was just a good time, man. I, I had a good time. Sometimes, like I say, it's it's just fun to go be a fan and just enjoy. I'd have liked to have seen the pits, but they seemed like they were so far away. <laughs> I just didn't feel like walking away across the field. Yeah, we we found the gate and it was locked, and we could have walked around the drag strip, I guess, to get there. But we didn't feel like walking down and back yeah, around. It was so already we just the went end home. of the day, and we were. Yep. You had a grumpy kid ready to go to bed. Yep, yep. No, she, <laughs> she wasn't grumpy. She was just she was so good, yeah. man. I'm I'm telling you, bring a almost two year old to to an unfamiliar racetrack. She didn't whine. She didn't complain. Um, barely cried in the car. It, I mean, she couldn't have been better. And it, it just that that made it more fun for me. Just I got to enjoy race cars. I got to enjoy time with my kid, and she got to play and and be a kid. She got dirty. She, you know, was playing with race cars on the bleachers. She. Her dexterity is good, so she's up and down and up mm. and down. Watch the race cars, vroom, 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 up and down, up and it's just fun, and man. When you see yeah. the planes flying in. Oh, she loved it. it. Yeah, she, she loved got the to planes. Wave at every plane coming by. Yep. Like, hey. Hello, <laughs> hello, <laughs> vroom, 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 hello. Yeah. It, it was it was good, man. I'm, I'm glad we did that. Yep. Um, I I like to when there is racing to go to. If we're not at New Smart, I like to try to get out to the tracks for our listeners. Um, so we have some some in-person content to talk about. I mean, NASCAR's easy content because it's accessible to everybody. Uh, but this was nice. And, you know, I did a show last week after I didn't think I was going to be able to do a show. And I got a message from a gentleman named Cole. And I just want to give him a shout-out. He listens all the time. 
Um, Cole, your your message made that last week's show all worth it, man. Um, you know, I had a little bit of content that I was able to stretch out and turn into a show, but he agreed with, with my sentiment of, man, all my favorite podcasts didn't do a show this week, and I felt like there was a void. So um, he was glad that his void was filled with our show. So feedback like that, he's appreciative of what we do here on this show. And hey, I know we've ruffled some feathers. I know that some people might not agree with everything we say on here and might get upset if we talk about them in certain lights and stuff. Um, but just know it's all about talking racing. It's all about giving you all something to listen to, to hype you up, to keep short track racing going. Whether you agree with it or not, that's that's the main goal. And uh, I just want to say thank you to Cole for being a, a great listener and uh, sending a, a nice message saying that he enjoyed last week's uh, you know, rainy day podcast. So appreciate him listening and everybody listening and all the, all the, all the feedback we get, whether it's positive or negative, it helps overall shape the show. I mean, this is something we do out of this back room, you know, you know, and, and we just sit here and talk race and have a good time, crack open a few beers and talk about what we love. So I, I appreciate the feedback one way or another. So, um, final thoughts on Showtime Speedway. Uh, they need some paint. Okay. Um, they need organization organization and don't let Yoho get on the mic. There you go. That's all I'll say, but no, I liked it. I I would go again. I'd like to see super late models race there, possibly sprint cars. I would even go Monday. Huh? Go Monday. (laughs) I gotta work. Yeah. I feel you. (laughs) Um, gotta work. Yeah. They got sprint cars and. Crown Vicks and figure eights and school buses and they fireworks do, coming they up. They do Monday. a weird Wednesday two race thing. Yeah, know. it's it's a crossover with the drag strip because mm. the drag strip runs on Wednesdays and they're mm. trying to get both mm. to come together and all get involved with it. So it's a crossover deal. Okay, so, so there's at least an event going on. At the yeah, drag strip. Okay. Yeah, the all drag right. strip finishes up, then they do the oval thing to kind of be like, hey, this is what this is a little preview of what we do. Come. Uh, Come hang out with us on Saturdays too. So okay. I think that's the idea behind it, and it's it's cool. I mean, if you're local, why not? You know, not I, I mean, nobody's going to travel for that unless no. they really want to race. Like, no fans are going to travel for that, really. No, but I'm not going to travel. For no, that. I'm not. I I wouldn't go all the way. I wouldn't go two hours for two features. I mean, unless like they needed help or something. But you know, that's another deal. But you know, I, I my car. My car is too pretty for that track. <laughs> it gets slammed around a little bit. Yeah. But no, had a good time. Good racing. Pretty clean night, all things considered. Nobody got destroyed for the most part. A couple bent fenders, but um, it was a good time. I'm glad we went and uh, glad we were able to get some content for you. Yeah. So coming up after the break here, we're going to talk NASCAR at Nashville. We'll talk some of the news that's come down over the last couple of days. And we'll talk about the Chicago Street Course. And then we'll wrap up the show, third and final segment, power rankings around the state and more. So stay tuned. I'm going to take a quick moment here and thank some of our great sponsors with the Racing with Ryan podcast, including American Auto Tires in Service, located at 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. You can give them a call at 386-428-1941. Of course, that is EJ's company. And if you need anything done, tires, service, you name it, they have you covered. So make sure you stop into American Auto. Or, of course, you can always get with EJ if you're at New Smyrna. Uh, he, you can find him pretty easily in the tire room or driving the pace car. They have all kinds of great deals. Um, look, I'm in the market for some tires. I'm going to be stopping in there in the next couple of months and getting my tires down there because I wouldn't trust anybody else because I know EJ is going to take care 
of us. They offer everything from free visual AC checks, tires, maintenance, repairs, any kind of service you need. They even have wheels. So American Auto Tires and Service, your one-stop shop in the New Smyrna area for anything that you need done. So make sure you check them out again. 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna, New Smyrna Beach, 386-428-1941. Stop in and see your friends at American Auto. We also thank DeBerry Paint and Body for coming on board as a sponsor. Uh, of course, that is the two Manellos. So let's just say you get into a little bit of a fender bender and you don't want to go through your insurance because you know they're probably going to hike up your rates and you're going to pay for deductible and you're still going to have to pay for all this stuff. Make sure you check out DeBerry Paint and Body because they will go ahead and handle that for you. If you got a scuffed up fender, if you got some dents in a bumper, if you got a door that needs replaced, DeBerry Paint and Body will take care of all of that. Um, they are open until about 6 o'clock each day, and you can get in touch with them by giving them a call at 386-320-0267, and they're located at 400 Chairman Court, Suite 200, in DeBerry, Florida, 32713. And again, their hours are typically 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. on the weekdays and 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays because, you know, they got to get out to the racetrack and whatnot. So uh, if you need any body work done, paint, body, whatever you need, make sure you check out DeBerry Paint and Body. We also thank our good buddy, Mr. Andy Morrison with Never Give Up. Andy's always at the New Smyrna Speedway supporting our racers and even supporting the little ones over at the little New Smyrna Speedway for the quarter midget racing. You can typically find Andy Friday and Saturday at the New Smyrna Speedway. He has some great items for sale, and sometimes he gives those items away. He's got all kinds of great things for his um, for his company, Never Give Up. He's got plaques, he's got hats, he's got stickers. I know a lot of the Bomber guys run the Never Give Up sticker on their car. And, and really, I think everybody could could use that message these days. Never give up, keep doing you, and keep supporting what you love, just like Andy does. And we appreciate his support here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. We also thank Hank Baker for coming on board as a supporter here with the show. Um, he'll be on for the next uh, next handful of episodes, and we really appreciate him. Really great guy. Uh, we miss him in the pit area this year, but uh, if you see Hank, talk with him. He's, he's got some uh, some great racing knowledge, and it's always a pleasure to be around. We also thank Bromley Motorsports for coming on board as a sponsor here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Of course, you can primarily find the Bromleys running at New Smyrna Speedway. They have a couple of Bomber Bs, the six machines out there for Bromley Motorsports, and they have some pro trucks that they run occasionally as well. Sometimes you can find them out at the dirt tracks having a little bit of fun as well. But we appreciate Bromley Motorsports for coming on board to support the show. So make sure you check them out next time you're at the New Smyrna Speedway. We also thank Jeff White Racing for coming back on board as a sponsor here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Of course, Jeff White Racing can be found bouncing between the Auburndale Speedway and the New Smyrna Speedway. Jeffrey White, driver of the 41 E-Mod slash A-Mod, has been one of the dominant forces so if you're looking to get on board with a good racing team, make sure you check out Jeff White Racing and check them out at the Bull Ring at Auburdale and the big track over at the new Smyrna Speedway. We thank them for coming back on board and supporting the show. We appreciate everybody's support. And again, if you'd like to come on board as an anchor sponsor, um, you can do that. If you'd like to just be a supporter like our friends Hank and, and Ken, Doug, Fast Cracker Racing, Andy, you name it. Uh, you can do that too. We charge just $5 an episode. The amount of episodes is up to you. You can do a year. You can do 10 episodes. You can do one. 
It all helps, and we appreciate it greatly. Thank you guys for your support, and we'll let you get back to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Appreciate all of our advertisers, our listeners, for sending in some beer money to keep us rolling. Um, NASCAR at Nashville. NASCAR back after their week off. NBC took over. Uh, you watched most of it, as did I. What What were your thoughts, first of all, before we talk about the actual race, what was your thoughts on the broadcast? Did you feel NBC did a better job than Fox? Just felt the same to me. It I felt mean, the same. I like I like listening to Dale Earnhardt. He's pretty funny. I, he gets excited yeah. with it. I, I appreciate know. his enthusiasm. Who's the, the other guy? Who's the other guy that's with him? Jeff Burton, Steve Letart, and Rick Allen. Okay, is that Rick? not the not the murderer of the the children yeah. in Delphi? But is that who I kept seeing people talk about? Um, that they, they, they don't like Rick Allen. Yeah, yeah, okay. he's terrible. I mean, he's gotten better, but he's still terrible. I don't even know which one is he. He's the lead guy. Okay, I don't really pay attention. I just hear I listen to Dale Earnhardt Jr. That's probably about it. But it, with me with NASCAR, unless there's a exciting action going on, it's, it's more kinda, background noise. Yeah, I'm just like I'll look at the race and then I'll look at my phone and everything. So. Keep up with it, see what's going on. But yeah, and then when I, I, I hear you. Dale Earnhardt go, "Oh, we got a slide job! Yeah, oh, so, almost yeah, slide job! He was slide yeah. job, slide job, slide job!" <laughs> but yeah. I like Dale Earnhardt. No, yeah. I mean, I think NBC did a good job. Uh, their, the technical aspects of their broadcasts were good. They were really good about explaining what you were seeing versus telling you what was happening. Um, that's the thing about a TV show. We can see it. Tell us what we're seeing. Where Fox will be like, hey, look, huh, huh, Michael Waltrip's got a taco. <laughs> Where NBC's like, man, did you see the back end of that car come out? Here's why. And then they'll like put a graphic on the screen about loose versus tight. They'll go to the cutaway car. They'll explain about the changes the to the car. Okay. It's computerized, but oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and, and they've got, you know, they've got Rick Allen, the lead. Uh, say what you want about him. They got Dale Earnhardt Jr., who's like the excited color guy. They got Jeff Burton, you know, the experienced, uh, level-headed racer. And then you've got Steve Letarte, the crew chief and the technical person. So they've got a good balance. Four, my, in my opinion, is too many. So... If it were up to me, I would get rid of Rick Allen because he doesn't add anything to the broadcast. He's got a good, deep voice, but he trips over his words. Um, sometimes he doesn't pay attention and know what he's talking about. I would put Dale Earnhardt Jr. on lead because who wouldn't want – what NASCAR fan, 90% of them, wouldn't want more Dale Jr.? You got Jr. as the lead. You got your color analyst, Jeff Burton. Then you got the technical analyst, the pit crew, or the pit guy. But the broadcast was pretty good. The race, third time the cup cars have raced at Nashville, second time with a new car. It wasn't bad. It wasn't, like, chaotic. There was only four cautions in the whole race, two for cause and two for the stages. But the race didn't need cautions to be good. What I liked about this one is it was tough to pass, as we've talked about with this car. Nobody really got away. You'd have somebody lead for a while, but the second-place car would be in his tire tracks. Then... They'd battle a little bit. Here would come the third place car. Then here would come the fourth place car. And we get these long runs that allowed people to come and go. Allowed some passing here and there. A lot of green flag pit stops that kind of vaulted the amount of lead changes artificially up, uh, which we'll talk about when we grade the race. But <sighs> chaos wasn't there. But the racing was decent. It was decent. 
Uh, we did have a big crash with Ryan Blaney on that restart. It looked like Brad Keselowski missed a shift or the car didn't go. He got kind of run over a little bit. They say on Denny's podcast, he was saying that it, when he got hit, it knocked a shifter mm. out or something. But Yeah, so it just, it, yeah. for whatever reason, I, I guess when Byron hit him, it knocked the, the shifter out of his hands. So that's yeah, why it didn't go. So, that but, would make sense. Yep. Yeah, so I, and then Blaney hit pretty head on. So. Yeah, he got kind of the accordion effect you caught up to him. No, I think it'll be all right. Yeah. Um, he got kind of caught up with Kyle Busch and Alex Bowman, and it looked like Blaney, when he was going through the grass, had the car pointed to the infield, and when he went to, when he got back on the asphalt, the car just didn't hook up, and it just went, kept going straight into the wall. And yeah. I haven't seen a car get smashed up in the front end like that. Yeah, no safe these cars. Area, so. Yeah, it was a hard hit, and he looked, he, he looked got a little out shook. And stumbled and stumbled, fell, fell yeah. down. Well, not, he sat down. Yeah. Um, sounded coherent in his interview afterwards. Sounded frustrated, but a lot of people are like, "Oh, that he's got a concussion." I'm like, "That's how Ryan Blaney sounds all the time." So <laughs> did he have his mustache? Nah. Uh, nah but mustache. but he did say, um, you know, if uh, if they need safer barrier, I'll pay for the fucking thing. So <laughs> they they all man, I'm telling you, you got to put safer barriers on all the wall because yeah, they'll yeah. find it. Yeah. They'll find it, and they sure did. But that was the the biggest incident. Well, you could tell who the fastest car was out there. It was the one that won. He Suar- uh, Suarez. Suarez. No, <laughs> Suarez's teammate, the Ross Chastain. Suarez was the one that got wrecked in the cool-down lap. Did you see that? Yeah. He got run <laughs> over by Briscoe. I guess he was going to celebrate with yeah. Ross. He got run over by Briscoe. They were all trying to, oh, that one, is there something malicious there? No, it was yeah. just a, it was like when um, Brad Kozlowski went to Talladega and tried to go back on the track and got spun out by Kyle Busch. <laughs> Oh uh, man, no, it was a, it was a fun race. Like I liked it being later on a Sunday because I just put the baby to bed, crack open a couple cool ones, sit down, and kind of just I relaxed. It. I know you're. I was ready to go. To you're, you're not a late night guy like I am. Yeah. You're you're a you're not a night owl. But no. I enjoyed it. Good race. Ross Chastain gets his first win of the season. Did you see him? Did you see who was it? The announcer or who almost fell in the watermelon? One of them almost fell. Him or Ross, Ross or the announcer about stumbling. Oh, Dave doing the interview, maybe? Yeah, they, somebody stumbled and was like, oh. It makes a mess. Yeah, so the sweet Georgia watermelon. But after the, the last couple of runs that Ross has had, it was good to see him get a win. 11 winners now. Yeah. We're trickling up there. You How still many think? was last year? Uh, 16. 16. Okay. Was, well, 15 because Bush backed out, but right. it was still technically 16. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think we get at least 12, 13. I think we're going to get a – I don't know who's going to win. I think – We've got nine races left for the playoffs. So, nine races left and 11 winners. winner for next week. Who you got? Gibbs. Ty Gibbs? Yeah. At the road court at Chicago? Yeah. Because hmm. there's – that's like the third person I heard that he's been the best person they've seen on the simulator for well, Chicago. I don't know if the simulator – Translates to the real thing as well. The 54, well, but we'll sure, see. The simulator sure did work on the 54 or whichever. Who was it that won the uh, uh, last road race? And it was Kurt Busch's car. Oh, the 45. 45. Yeah. Reddick. Yeah, Reddick. He was all on the simulator, and they said that he was like a second ahead of everybody on the simulator. Mm. So I, I'm well, going to tie I mean, if that does hold weight, then maybe maybe he will be a sneaky yeah. pick. Then, well, I think qualifying is going to be super important next week. Track position will is be it big. On TV or am I going to have to wait? I think it's on NBC. Oh, okay. If not, I'll give you my login. Yeah, you can watch it. I'll be telling them. They'll be they'll whatever. They can kiss my ass. I'm paying for it. They're listening to you. Everybody shares. Um, <laughs> Netflix cracked down finally. Netflix did. Flow Racing cracks down on it. Yeah, uh, they always yell at you and be like, 
Two some, people are watching this. How dare you? I, I always just, I just wait and I go and log back in and kick them off. <laughs> and then, they, then, then somebody will text me. Are you watching it? No. Yes. <laughs> so, but yeah. but no, good, good race at Nashville. Ross Chastain gets the win. Uh, his first like official real oval track win, if you want to yeah. put it that way. This week, we're going to Chicago. He's um, a weird, crazy, lazy eye, don't he? He's got big teeth. Yeah. They he, stick out. Yeah. <laughs> so he's ready to bite your face like a, off. He got like a weird... He's got like a puppy dog jaw. Yeah. yeah. He got weird eyes. I've noticed that about he's him. Southern Florida boy. He's I mean, a, uh, what, what do you think he's going to look like? He ain't Silicon Valley. I'm so. a Southern Florida boy. Yeah, look at you. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> don't look at me too hard. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this uh, Chicago street race? I gave my thoughts a couple weeks ago. Just, I mean... I think it's going to be chaotic and guns. entertaining, but... They got their guns ready? Oh, we you're you're one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's going to be fine. No. Uh, are they going to, like, do it like they do, like, the Formula One where they rope off and put barriers? Barriers? Yeah, barriers and so. fence, and the lanes are going to be this. The, it'll be a two-lane... The corners are, like, all 90 it's degrees. Be Monaco for NASCAR. Have you seen the track layout? Uh, I've seen... I keep seeing that one thing where they, they take all the best corners of a track oh yeah that? yeah honestly the the track kind of looks like a little puppy dog here all is it is it square it's got a lot of square corners let me mm-hmm. show you here's here's the layout for the chicago street course take a take a look at it. a lot of right like sharp right angles they go around the fountain there mm, they cross over no it just gets really close oh, it's not okay I see, see do you now. see the puppy dog it looks like a little yeah, puppy dog. It does. And now you can't unsee it. Yeah. No, no. Um, I think it's going to be chaotic. How many I miles think. Is it? I don't even know. Um, two something. It'll probably be you know two and a half three hours long, just long enough to fit their TV window. No stage, no stage is right. No stage breaks. They do pay off the stage points. Is everybody racing points. their trucks? Uh, Xfinity and Cup. No trucks. Um, trucks are where they're racing. They're off. Yeah. I I mean, I I honestly think. Towards the end, when if we get a caution inside of ten laps to go, it's going to be chaos. Who are you going to pick to win? Ah, uh, Truex. Truex. Yeah, Truex is on a tear. He right is now. on a tear. He's still number one in the power rankings too. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick Truex to win, but I I don't feel like it's a safe pick. I don't think anybody's safe. I mean, honestly, I feel like we're going to get a late race. Might win. He could. I feel like anybody could win. Almondinger could win. Uh, McDowell could what do you win. Think about the big breaking news. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, his uh, what is uh, in-laws murder suicide? Yeah, some of it was sad. Yeah, so Johnson has pulled out of the show. As soon as I heard about it, I'm like, oh, he's not Uh, racing this weekend. Post the the spoof post with Bob Pox. No, what what happened there? The 15 S's he posted. Hmm. Breaking news: Carl Edwards in 84. That'd be cool, but I think I think it's the right move for them to pull out. I mean, that's. That's terrible, man. Yeah. I mean, that's like the Chris Benoit situation all over again, but this Benoit. time with Jimmy Johnson. So I thought it was Benoit. No. Whatever. Um, <laughs> it's Benoit. But no, man, very, very sad. Jimmy has had a tough season with the team and with his own races, and now he's not going to – he was excited about the street course. This was like one of the first races that were on his schedule, so definitely disappointing for Jimmy. It's probably better for him not to race because then we'll just be disappointed in Jimmy again. Yeah. I, real life, though, man, sometimes it uh, – yeah. It's more important. So I wish the best for him. I know that's got to be traumatic to to deal with, and I hope he, he takes the time that he needs and, and gets his head right. And I, I hope that uh, whatever the hell happened there um, finds a way to work out. Definitely uh, was not the news I was expecting today. So 
the other news, Sheldon Creed was penalized 25 points for wrecking somebody on purpose in the Xfinity mm. race. Did you see any of that? Mm-mm. It was a wreck fest. Oh, okay. It took four starts to get one complete lap in. Jesus. They wrecked on the first lap, wrecked on the last lap. They had big wrecks here. and there. It was it was chaos. A.J. Allmendinger won, so that was interesting. Mm. Daniel Dye wrecked in the truck race. Um, I heard Haley wrecked. Too. Haley wrecked. All the all the one, all the like underdog ones that I root for wrecked. Uh, but Hosovar won, so he's got two wins. Yeah, he's he races at a, he raced at our track, didn't he? No, uh, he that. raced late models, but he never came to our track. Uh, loser. Um, I did score. It, any, any final thoughts here on Nashville? I pulled up the scores for the races. Uh, Nashville. Um, we need to quit shifting, and we yes. need a better tire. Yep. I'm going to just say that about NASCAR in general. Yeah, the shifting, shifting thing is killing it. Yeah. I honestly believe we could get the gear ratios where yeah. we don't shift. We'll be in better shape. Yeah. Um, I'd honestly, though, r- right now with the way the car is, I'd rather watch a race at that track than at the short track. What do you think? I just want to watch Daytona or Talladega over and over and over and over <laughs> again. So, uh, carnage. Yes. All right. Scoring the Nashville race here before we move on. I gave the racing an eight. That sequence where they went three wide for the lead yeah, for that like was three good. laps, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. And then, like I said, there was just never a point. Like, yeah, the person who got in the lead would lead for a long time, but they, it was never a runaway. So I get the racing an eight. Excitement a seven. The The finish was kind of like, like I was rooting for Ross and – a little nervous for Ross, but it wasn't a crazy barn burner of a finish. So I gave it a seven. The finish, because like what I just said, I gave it a five. Lead changes, there's 21, so that scores an eight on the intermediate track scale. Enjoyment, an eight. So overall, a 7.2. Not not too bad. 7.2222222. And that gives us a season overall of 6.742222. No, no, no three. Uh, no, just two, 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 two. So 6.74 on the season. Not bad. Um, like I said earlier, nine races to go before the playoff cutoff. We have 11 winners, five spots available. Bubba Wallace is just hananging on to the points, man. Do you think Get he's him in? out of there? Do you think he's <laughs> fired? You're Kenny fired. wants him out. You're fired. Who do you think is going to be the surprise winner that you know just completely screws up the playoff grid? Dale Earnhardt Jr. No. Oh, come on. Um, Corey LaJoy. No, at Atlanta or no, Daytona. He, I think it's going to be Dinger at either Chicago this week or Indy Road Course. Oh, the Roval. No, that's not the Roval. Yeah, the Indy Roval. The Indy, yeah. uh, the Indy Boval. Because like I talked about last week, I kind of looked over the tracks we have coming up. We've got Chicago this week. We've got the Indy Road Course. We've got Watkins Glen still. We've got Richmond, we've got Michigan, we have New Hampshire, we have Daytona, Atlanta, and Daytona, we I'm going? missing one. I think so. Right. I think so. I got to get with Holly on that. Yeah. Um, I ho- Either way, we're going. If oh. I got to buy tickets, then we'll buy tickets. I think oh. it'll be worth it. That The last race of the regular season being at Daytona is always a good time. So that'll be fun live and in person. I think we should go. Yeah, We're off the, the big track anyway, so we'll go. I think that's all I have on uh, on the NASCAR side of things. Chicago Street Race this weekend. We'll talk about that, whether it be good, bad, or ugly. We'll have plenty to talk about, I'm sure, on next week's show. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, 
What track did it take? The Chicago track takes spot. Uh, it took um, Road America, road the big four-mile road course, oh, okay. which I'm okay because that that racetrack was too big and too boring. Yeah, too too big, too much. We're gonna have cautions. We're gonna have chaos in this one, so I'd rather have that. Because the car is gonna fit too wide. Barely. Oh, okay. And that's what's gonna make it interesting. So we'll talk all about it on next week's show. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. Come back for the third and final segment. Hey everyone, we want to take a few moments here to thank some of our great sponsors here at the Racing with Ryan podcast, including our good friends over at Schultz Engineered Products and Schultz Racing Fuel Cells. If you're in the market for a new racing fuel cell for your vehicle, make sure you check out Schultz Fuel Cells. They're designed and manufactured in the United States to be safer, longer lasting, and they will outperform all other fuel cells that you can get your hands on. Also, they specialize in their fuel recovery systems. You can save on your fuel expenses, significant maintenance reductions, along with a safer working environment, better for the actual environment, the outside environment, and it'll eliminate your fuel disposal fees. Those are just some of the products that Schultz Engineer Products focuses on, and you can check them out on the web at schultzproducts.com. You give them a call at 732-922-4334 or... For email inquiries, you can reach out to them at info at schultzproducts.com. That's info at schultzproducts.com, S-C-H-U-L-T-Z, Schultz Engineered Products. We welcome them as one of our anchor sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Make sure you check out their website, schultzproducts.com, for everything that they offer. And hey, if you're racing and you want to stay safe, get one of their fuel cells installed on your race car. You will not regret it. We also thank SRQ Taxes in Sarasota, Florida. We know tax season has come and gone, but guess what? It's never too early to get a head start on next year or to start thinking about next year. And hey, if you have any issues with your taxes or you know, you're looking to get a hold of somebody that can help out your business, check out srqtaxes.com. Click on their services portal and you can see everything that they offer from accounting software selection, audits, compliance, bookkeeping, business consulting, um, they do estate and trusts, they do financial analysis, statements, IRS representation in case you have any issues. They even have a notary public on hand for all of those documents that you might need notarized. And of course, tax preparation and planning. So make sure you check out srqtaxes.com located in Sarasota, Florida, or you can uh, get with Steve Darling at the Auburndale Speedway. He'll be happy to help you out. SRQ Taxes coming on board as another one of our anchor sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. We also thank 124 Welding and Fabrication. That's our good buddy, Ron D'Alessandro. Uh, had a great run in the 602 class a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we really appreciate him being on board. Of course, uh, just like it says, welding and fabrication. That's what he specializes in. If you need anything welded up, get with Ron. If you uh, need something fabbed, get with Ron as well. He will help you out. You can also check out his Etsy store because he makes all kinds of great metalworking, uh, which make great decorations. We have the Racing with Ryan podcast logo and emblem here in the studio. Looking at it as we record right now, it makes a, you know, it'll complement any room, anything you're looking for. He can do custom stuff, but you can also check him out on Etsy. If you look, go to Etsy.com and search 124 Welding and Fab. It'll come right up. You can check out the great products he has available, or you can reach out, contact him for anything specific. Again, that's 124 Welding and Fab. Check them out on Etsy. We also have a a couple of supporters that we would like to thank. Of course, 
Um, we have our anchor sponsors, and then we have those that just support the show. And we got to thank Ken Copley. Of course, he is our EMOD sponsor, but we want to thank him for his support here as well. And Doug Samian from Do All Lawn and Tree. Um, that's his company, but he just uh, he appreciates the show and appreciates what we do. So we appreciate him. So thank you to all of our great anchor sponsors and our supporters here with the Racing with Ryan podcast. Now we'll let you get back to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of the show. We do have updated power rankings, so we will start there. Um, a weekend full of racing around the uh, the Florida area, at least. I have some new names on the list for change for Florida rankings, so I'm going to go ahead and start with that. In 12th, after picking up his first career super late model win over at the Citrus County Speedway, Michael Hind, after a really tough speed weeks, first time we've really talked about him on this show since, Went over to Showtime, and it was, it's hard to believe, but got that first super late model. Yeah, win. I was, when I heard that, I was like, man, I figured he'd won by now over there. And Plenty of pro late wins, but yeah, so first seems super. Like, seems like he's been struggling in both. It's been a struggle the, this year. Yeah, he's been all over the place and hasn't really been a contender. So it's good to see that. So he moves up to 12th. Blake, Crow- Blake Clouser. Clouser. Yeah, he is up to 11th. Sean Bass remains 10th. I think Sean Bass will vault up the rankings after this week with the mod minis coming up at New Smyrna. So he'll be the man to beat. Uh, I have Steve Gill still in 9th. Michael Goddard drops a spot to 8th. Brad May drops a spot to 7th. TJ DeCare drops two spots to 6th. Brendan Morris, um, we talked about him a little bit during the recap of Showtime. Um, just kind of so-so. He remains in 5th. Uh, I could have moved him down, but... Again, I kind of look at strength of field. I didn't think that anybody else was worthy to jump him, except uh, except one driver. Um, TJ DeCare moves down a spot, which keeps Brandon at five. Daniel Webster drops a spot to fourth. His teammate, Tim Sozio, makes a big leap this week to third. Mm-hmm. A couple of podium runs for him this week. He's been impressive this year. I think he deserves a little bit of accolade here. And uh, Sozio moves up to third. Gorham got the other super late win at Citrus. So he's in second, and who's won? Come on. You, you know who's won. Um, what's his he's name? He's been one for yeah, since February. I can't think. Now I'm going Stickler. There you go. Yeah, Cody Stickler still I, top I of the board. I couldn't think. I was like, Coy Stickler. I know. I, I had to put you on. Yeah, we were just talking about Coy Riddle. So. Yeah, so. I had to put you on the spot a little bit there. So let's yeah. – excuse me. Uh, Speaking of Gorm, he won the uh, Florida – can't even think of my own page's name. The Florida Short Track News Driver oh, of the, the week. Driver of the Week. Yeah, cool, good for him. He destroyed it. <laughs> the only thing, I, the only issue I have with that is the fifth person. You have to hit see more to see who yeah, it is. Yeah, we were going to do four, but then it's always we can't figure out, we can't decide uh, on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've noticed that. Luckily, I'm smart enough to hit the see more button. Yeah, but I see feel more. like see I feel more. like whoever is on the bottom of the list gets a bad rap there because yeah. some people. I mean, some people aren't smart enough to know what time post time is yeah. so, or what post time means. So <laughs> um, NASCAR power rankings here after Nashville heading into Chicago. I have Ricky Stenhouse Jr. moving down a spot to 15th. Still can't move him out. A.J. Allmendinger busts up into the top 15 for the first time in a while. Got a top 10. He won the Xfinity race and I got a top 10 run at Nashville heading to the street course. I feel like he's got a little momentum on his side and like, like we were just talking about, he could be one of the ones to, to win here to blow up the playoffs. So I've got him 14th, 13th for Tyler Reddick. His tire fell off. He did not have a good run. Who got fired on or suspended on that one? Um, It happens. Yeah. What do you think of that that little thing if you lose a tire? Oh, coming on pit road? I Hell, it, it came off on pit road, didn't it? Yeah. He, 
I feel like if you're able to nurse the car, but if you know you have a problem and you can safely get the car back to pit road and it comes off on pit road, then you get the pit road penalty versus it coming on the track. I think that's fine. Yeah. He got lucky for sure. He left the pits with a loose wheel, but he got lucky and got it back to pit road. I thought that one lug nut's going to stop this loose wheel bullshit. No, it just made it worse, <laughs> but it almost makes the races a little more entertaining. I'm just telling you, somebody's going to get hurt and they won't do anything about it until it happens. <laughs> Bubba Wallace drops two spots oh, to 12th. Good, he's Kenny's dropping. favorite. He's dropping. Chris Buescher remains 11th. Ross Chastain up three spots into the top 10 after the win. Joey Logano struggled all night at Nashville, as did most of the Fords. He drops two spots to I think his weighing him down. That's it, man. It's less aerodynamic. Uh, Chris Bell <laughs> remains like in eighth. Joey right there. <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> Michael Myers' mask has the worst hair. Um Kevin Harvick up two spots to seventh. He was going to have a top five run for a late race flat tire. Cost him. Speaking of, what do you think of the news that... Uh, Josh um, Berry? Yeah, have, you ain't talked about that, have you? I think I did a little bit last week. I think that news had come out by last week. But no, I'm I'm glad. That's yeah, that's a good he driver feeling. He does. Not, just like Tony said, he's not one of them uh, daddies paid for the Right, he's not a paid driver. Yeah, as Tony has a paid driver. <laughs> right, in Xfinity. Yeah. Um, so Harvick is seventh. Ryan Blaney remains sixth. He was running okay before the crash, so I didn't move him up or down. Larson was not really a factor on Saturday, so he drops two spots to fifth. Larson's already locked in, though, right? Yeah, he's got a yeah. couple wins, yeah, so he's so good. He's not even he ain't winning. going nowhere. He's just hanging out, saving his... He just wants playoff points yeah. at this point. Uh, William Byron remains in fourth. Another solid top ten run for William, who's having a great year. And was very entertaining on Denny's podcast. Yeah, I like when they I, talked I, about the honestly, Texas thing. Huh? I like that they talked about the the Texas incident when uh, when the when Byron knocked Hamlin out of the way uh, under yeah. caution. Yeah, um, I didn't really know and realize that uh, William Byron really isn't raced a lot. He's like his career is shorter than most people. Yeah, he didn't get into it until later. Yeah, and then he just exploded in eye racing. Yep. I wish I was better at eye racing. I can't do it, man. I suck at that. <laughs> Um, Kyle Busch drops one spot to third, had a good run, couple of penalties, but still a top 10 finish. So he always makes the most out of nothing. Denny Hamlin moved him up three spots to second. I thought he had a really impressive run. Maybe not the best car, but drove the hell out of it. So he's up to second in Martin Truex. I think I spoiled it earlier on the show, but he remains number one in the rankings. Do you disagree with anything there? Just Bubba needs to be out of there. Bubba needs to be out of the top yeah. 15. Who would you replace Bubba with? Who's not on the list? Chase Elliott? No. Nah. Chase Elliott's just... I'm over he won't it. be on the list unless he wins a race. Yeah, he's over it, but just Bubba. We'll just do Just 14. get him out of there. Just yeah. do 14. Okay, yeah. well, that that kind of <laughs> renders it irrelevant. But all right, Kenny, if you say so, we'll go with it. We'll let you, we'll let you have your Bubba hate segment on I love the, Bubba. He's, listen, he's the greatest driver bring, bring in NASCAR. Bring a sponsor, and you can have the Kenny hates Bubba segment all to yourself. <laughs> I'll allow bougie, it. If you bougie bring. Motorsports, where you at? Sponsor oh, yeah, that. he hates Bubba, too, so that, that'd <laughs> so work sponsor, out perfect. Sponsor me on that, and we'll have a bougie, bougie turning left motorsports uh, hate Bubba segment. There you go. While we're on the subject of NASCAR, I do – I'm going to go over fantasy now, and then we'll go hit around the state. We'll talk. Uh, we'll see what went down at Citrus. We'll head over to Thunder Road, and then we'll let everybody go. Um, the overall results from Nashville super speedway. I got a message from Bob say after the race and he goes, John gross is making it really hard to catch him. And I said, that bastard, that's all I had to say. Uh, but it was actually Staffordshire motorsports with 269 points this week. Holy crap. What a good week. 
Eight ball racing second, Richie Petty third, John Gross was fourth, Bob Say was fifth, and I was sixth. So yeah, goddamn John Gross right now. Mm. Holy crap, 296 points for Staffordshire Motorsports. I scored 192 in sixth. Mm. That's crazy. Uh, Big Temp in Motorsports, seventh, King Penguin eighth, Ben Say ninth, Hunter Young in tenth. So that was the... Hunter's racing this weekend. That's what I heard. I'll be good to see him back out there. Um, stay out of my way. Stay out of the way, Hunter. Don't be the hunter, be the prey. Uh, looking at the overall standings, <laughs> John Gross, Bomber 93, he is the leader with 3,188 points. Bob's Fords is, is Bob Say. He is in second with 3,090. I'm sitting third with 3,065. Then Staffordshire Motorsports, Richie Petty Jr., Steve Darling slipping a little bit in sixth. Who's Stafford? Is that, uh, I don't know. That's one of the ones that uh, uh, Bob Bob and I kind of combined oh, our okay. leagues from last year, so that's one of the ones Ron that he brought in. But I don't think Ron would have the uh, No, Ron, Ron would be the naked welder. So. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, been naked lately. Looking at this, uh, I just saw him share the one of him standing there with his legs out. Um, um, 124 welding and fab. Yes. Sponsor plug. Um, the guy I'm concerned about is Pitt Penguin. He's really fallen off here down in eighth. I don't that's, know. That, I don't know that Steven's been paying enough attention here yeah, lately, he's, but uh, he's moving. I know he's got his head in the clouds right now. It's all good, but uh, yeah, that's where we're at with the fantasy. Let me give you five picks for the Chicago Street Course. I'm going to pull them out of my butt because I'm going to be some stinky picks. Yeah, well, I, I just feel like this race is going to be so chaotic that you just don't know. I mean. The DBC guys, when they were making their picks, like, I want to pick this person, but I want to save I them for this track. Show. I got to listen to it. It's morning. not that good this week. It was all discombobulated, but it is what it is. It happens. Um, so my my top five picks, you got to have AJ Elmendinger. I think you got to have Truex. Ty Gibbs. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to take your advice. Uh, I'm going to take that outside advice. So we'll go Ty Gibbs. I'm going to say Michael McDowell Jeez, and Tyler you're Reddick. You're going all over the yeah, well, it's a road course. You got to think about the road course, guys. Who's a good wild card this week? You think Ross, Ross Chastain? Yeah. Okay, he's. I mean, he's won at Coda. Yeah. He's won at a road course before. He got his first career win there. So he's on a hot streak. All right, he'd Ross Chastain. Up. Keep him. Keep he'd him bring in mind. Watermelon. He's bringing a watermelon in Chicago. All right, he'll smash it there too. <laughs> he better be careful. His watermelon gets stolen in Chicago. <laughs> oh boy, I don't even want to go there. All right, so let's head on do around the state here real quick, <laughs> then we'll let everybody get out of here. Let's say the state. Um, well, we okay. we do have around the state because right. we have citrus. Uh, citrus was in action. I'm going to click through everything here real quick. They had their twin 30 spectacular. Only 11 features this week, I think. So we got ripped off. Uh, <laughs> Bryce and Carl Burt, the winner of the Bando feature. They had seven cars, so that Ooh, division's growing. Been... They had the dwarf cars what in action. The, cars? the the little midget things. Which what what? They're they're. They're like a half legend car. So whereas like the legends cars are really small, the dwarf cars are like the next step up. <laughs> and James McGrory was the winner of that. Uh, they had Ford Outlaws because of course they did. Uh, Ford Outlaw feature featured a whopping, holy shit, 24 cars. Sean Osteen with a DQ, no surprise. Uh, the <laughs> winner... Beltman? Uh, third. The okay. winner was Sean Senekosov. John Wallace was second. Jesse Veltman... Where Third, Clint that? Hicks, Eric Sharon, oh, Neil man. Wallace, Rocky Sampson, Frank Maness, Chip Kelly, the coach of the Eagles, and Tyler Akers. <laughs> Is that really? Uh, it was at one point. 
It really is? It was. I don't know where Chip Kelly coaches now, but he was the coach of the Eagles for a while. Oh, no, I, but that's not really him. No, that's oh, not. No, okay. no, that's no, no, no. That's what I'm going at. No, I'm going, no. I'm going, holy shit, that's awesome. He's racing a fucking crown big. It's like when Doug Glanville raced NASCAR for a while. Yeah. Um, but no, man, all the all the top crown big guys, the Citrus, are up near the front. Yeah. Oh, they ran figure eights, too. Yeah. Ford Outlaw figure eight. Went to Keith Zavril. Jesse was second. Yeah. Sean Senecos off third. John Wallace and Michael Hind in the seven up car. Oh, was that's fifth. funny. He's that's brave. cool. Nine, nine starters in that one. That's a waste of time, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, mini stock feature. I mean, not for the guys racing, but just overall. Mini stocks. I guess they put them on for their 75 to win. Stephen Wyatt, the winner. Steve Paulton, senior second. There's Chris some Larson. controversy with uh, them this week. Yeah, there is. Somebody's got a graduation. Yeah. Ricky Shade and Danny Fox, and they had 10 cars. So all that yip-yapping about $75 to start or to win, and they had a bunch show up. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Super late models. They raced. They had two 30-lap features, the first of which went to Michael Hind. Over Dustin Dunn. Good to see Dustin race. I don't feel like he's raced for a while. I don't think we've seen Dustin since the that big league. That was a good little battle. I saw the battle. Of I haven't that. seen anything. Yeah, they. Uh, what was it? Race America posted mm-hmm. their little clip of it, and mm-hmm. they show them three wide for a few laps. And, well, hey, yeah. if they're only going to have nine cars, at least have a good race. Yeah. Um, Randy Anderson, third. Brighton Horner, fourth. A.J. Waller, fifth. Is Randy Anderson, he raced at New Smyrna a few times. Yeah, he that. raced prolates earlier yeah. this year. Oh, okay. Uh, the 01 car. A.J. Waller, Robert Jonas, George Gorham, Ross Francisco, and Kurt Jett behind the wheel of the Jet Motorsports 9. That's yeah, cool. I heard Jet about Jet in a little while. Yeah, it was two laps down. So He's not a very good Jet. He's the owner of the team. Give him a break. He's a Jet, his <laughs> car to the front. Well, he did a little better in, in race two. George <laughs> Gorham got the win over Randy Anderson. Michael Hine was third. Robert Jonas fourth. Good run for Robert. Uh, Dustin Dunn was fifth. Brother? Yes, the fourth. Uh, Brighton Horner's sixth, seventh for AJ Waller, Kurt Jett in eighth, and Ross Francisco. How many laps uh, zero. Ooh, so he really picked it up there wow, in race number two. Jet, he wasn't in the car the second race. No, that, they, they that put probably, Cody in. They were probably waiting. That was probably Lester in the car. No, they put Cody Jett in for sure. <laughs> uh, street stock, seven of them. Gregory, Gregory, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Bolts, <laughs> Robert Kuhn, Thomas Pete, Jeffrey Rook, and Philip Rook, the top five. Is that to dry your eyes? <laughs> yes, they stock. are. Pure stocks in action because... Go figures. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was there. They had... Well, pretty good, man. 13, not bad. Richie Smith, the winner over Cody Struble, Sport Wilson, Caleb Grossenbacher, and Jason Waller. Do you think that's really his name, Sport? Sport Harley. <laughs> All the way. And then they had open-wheel modifieds with two features... Not bad. 12 cars in race number one. Richie Smith got the win over Troy Robinson. I wish some of those guys would come over, but they're little small motors. They're little itty-bitty motors. (laughs) Herb Newman, and I mean that with all due respect. Herb Newman Jr. in third. Fourth for Larry Welter. Gator Heiss rounding out the top five in race number one. Race number two featured 10 cars. Richie Smith won both of them. Seems like he's the guy to beat over there. He is. That red 42. Yeah. It's a sharp looking. He's got yeah. good looking rides. Stephen Heiss, second. Herb Newman, third. Fourth for Gator Heiss and Brighton Horner rounding out the top five in race number two. So those are all 1,300 features from the Citrus County Speedway from last week. And real quick to end the show, we'll head up to my favorite little gem in the north over to 
Thunder Road. You did? Did you watch last week? Yeah, I watched everything but the final race. That's right. That's yeah. right. What would you think? It's a pretty good show. Fucking they, the they Tigers. Ass. <laughs> yeah, they, they haul ass. You they, are fascinated by the pace laps. Yeah, the pace laps. Why so? Jesus Christ! They fucking they're going faster than we do on the racing sometimes and it's insane i'm like they're gonna wreck it's like 40 50 mile an hour pace left yeah so and that little itty bitty track and then just the efficiency they're like they're they're giving getting a flag from the guy that won the race before and the other cars are already going around they're like here we go Dude, they got, cars. Nine, got eight cars they had four divisions in action nine heat races and they were done with the heat races in like 45 minutes that's good stuff now it helps when you don't wreck you know, you don't have any significant cleanups, but nine heat races in 45 minutes. That would have taken us two hours. It took us three hours. <laughs> you being generous. Well, that was a, That's a good night when we got everybody working. Look, we've had one night. I know we can do it because we had that night. We're out of there at 930. That I know we can do it. That was a fluke. We're never doing that again. No, it'll it'll happen. It's just. We need to get back to that. What time is the race going to end? I'm saying 1132 this week. Oh, God. We've got. What four classes and a fifty? So I'll say eleven oh two. I feel like ten fifty to eleven oh five is like the sweet spot. Posting the schedule today tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'll have that up tomorrow. Uh, I got to work on the schedule. I've got some other things to do. But uh, new smarter schedule released today. That was a surprise. Yeah, the twenty twenty four schedule's out already. So but anyways, back to Thunder Road. Yes, back to Thunder Road. <laughs> we got off in a tangent. Yeah, it's easy to do. Um, First and foremost, Trevor Jakes was the winner of the Marvin Johnson first-time winner's race. Uh, but the big stuff that counted, 21 late models in attendance for a 50-lap feature. The Tyler, mayor, the governor's book is pretty damn good. Yeah, he ended up seventh this time, so he's getting better. Uh, Tyler Cahoon, the winner over Stephen Martin and Kyle Pembroke. Tyler Cahoon drove a great race. Um, I think he's the point leader now, too. So good for him. Tyler having a good run. Um, Stephen Martin, Kyle Pembroke, the top three. Nick Sweet, out of nowhere, finished fourth, did not run well in the heat, didn't get his handicap starting spot, so started outside of the top 15 and finished fourth. Caden Fisher, the rookie with his first top five, followed by Stephen Donahue, Phil Scott, Chris Pelkey, Cody Blake, and Cooper Bouchard, the top 10. The Flying Tigers, man, were they rough. Yeah, they were beating each other up. That one wreck with Chris LaForest in the 56 and the 78 of Tyler Pepin, I think. Yeah, they stacked up. Mad. He got all mad at the wrong guy. Yeah, and it honestly, if they would have just got hooked up and stayed to the outside of the racetrack, everybody gets by. But it's when the 56 tried to turn left and then got all cattywampus, then everybody else spun into him. Yeah. I mean, the nine got torn up. Uh, Jeff Esker, the guy out of Florida, he got all torn up. Uh, a couple other guys got torn up in that one. Then they had another big wreck uh, when the leaders all got stacked up going into turn three. And number and three didn't want to stop. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think he's still spending over yeah. there in turn three, isn't he? <laughs> Who's that? Mike McCaskill. Yeah. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see because they had 24 cars, but this week is another one of the 75 lappers for the Tigers. Mm. So I think they'll still have 25 to 28 cars because they'll get a couple from White Mountain to come over. Mm. Um, yeah, 24 cars, and they wrecked about eight of them, so... The win, though, went to Brandon Gray. I love what he said in his interview. My favorite quote of the season so far, anywhere that I've heard, he goes, I'm not here to make friends. I bring my own. Mm -hmm. I love it. And then he just wove the checkered flag. And he's just like, hell yeah. uh, One boy, the mountain boy, he got third. (laughs) Wiener Hennequin, that was in the street stocks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brandon Gray, the winner in the Tigers with the quote of the year. Cam Gadju in the 23. 
career best second place. Rich Lowry was third. Uh, Jason Woodard fourth, fifth for Kyle Streeter. Adam Maynard made it back up to sixth after triggering the first big wreck. Cameron Ouellette, seventh, eighth for Robert Gordon, Mike Bildu, and Colin Cornell rounding out the top ten. Cooper French in the four. He led much of the race. He got kind of um, – he got the the horn from the double zero. That's what got people riled up the double zero. Cooper mm. was not happy. So that was a wild Tiger race. I have uh, video clips of the, the two big wrecks on my Facebook page if you want to go back and see them, or you can go watch back on Flow Racing. Watch this Thursday. Street Stocks, the four-cylinder class in action. 32 of these little things. Yeah, that was pretty insane watching it look like an Enduro. I know. They, they came out on the track. like, what is this, the Enduro? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we wish we could get that many cars for our Enduro. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this will be the last year of the Armadillo. Oh, boy. Not doing it in 2024 because of the pavement. Yeah. Um, Jesse LeCare, the winner here in the Street Stocks, first career win for the, what, fourth or fifth generation of the LeCare family. Patrick Tibbetts, the mailman, second. Then my boy Wiener <laughs> finished in the third position. William Hennequin, the old mountain man, was third. Casey Collins, fourth. Tyler Whittemore, fifth. Trevor Jake, 6th, 7th for Kyle Gravel. Cam Powers in 8th, Josh Lovely, ninth, and Dean Switzer, the defending champion, running out the top 10, like I said, in a field of 32. The Warriors were in action. That's kind of like the, the Bomber A class, the beginner class, the entry-level class we'll go with. Um, 18 of those things, and this is the race that Kenny fell asleep for, didn't miss much, but a good race between Nate Bryan and Taylor Sayers. Nate Tater Bryan got the win, Taylor Sayers second, Tyler Wheatley, Neil Foster, Ben Bushy, the top five to round out. Uh, an efficient night at Thunder Road. Uh, other than the Tigers, pretty clean. The Tigers are the only division that got kind of orny. Orny? Orny. Or, or, they they got kind of rowdy. They got a little um, orny? No, they... No. Ornery. <laughs> That's the word I was looking ornery? for. Ornery. My brain is firing on... We got 32 cars. 32 cars. The eight-car Mac Madden. Where's, where's the wiener? So, Thunder Road in action this Thursday night. Uh, 75 laps for the Tigers, like I said. For flying Tiger triple, cast. Tri- triple, cr- triple crown. I'm only on my second beer. My God, I'm just... The Miller beat. the Miller lights. At least it's not Bud Light. Um, so, you got Tigers 75. You got Late Models 50 plus Street Stocks and Warriors coming up this week. Should be fun if you want to watch along on Flow. And we'll talk about what went down next week on the show. Um, that's all I have. Do you have anything to add before we sign off? You going to go uh, deep sea uh, submarine anytime soon? I don't feel like imploding. <laughs> you got what? What do you what do you play? PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. So, yeah, you, you got a PlayStation controller. It'll work. You know, I'll I'll, I'll hop on Grand Theft Auto and find me a submarine. We'll do <laughs> we'll go, we'll do it that way. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. That's pretty. Yeah, uh, man. I don't know what to think about. I'm it. telling you, there's always like. One week it's UFOs, the next week it's submarines, then it's airplanes. There's always something weird going on with extreme uh Well, now travel, there's the so. civil war in Russia, so. And you got wars, you got aliens, you got murderers. Uh, just go on Reddit and scroll for a while. You'll find something to entertain yourself. It's yeah. the, it's crazy out there, so stay safe. Support your local short tracks. Uh, New Smyrna has got the Mod Mini 50. What else we got? We got Bomber Bees, LKQ, Superstocks, E-Mods. Um, E-Mods. E-Mods are on like every week. And yeah, Ground Pounders. Ground Pounders. Be a good week. It'll be fun. Yeah, so should be good. I'll be in action. I got to support my uh, teammates and uh, see what we can do. I got a new sponsor coming, so probably the next race I'll be even better. There you go. So 
That's what we have coming up at News Smyrna. That's where we will plan to be unless I don't even want to say it. So hopefully next week we're talking News Smyrna and we got Chicago Street Race plus everything else. Come back and listen in to next week's show. Appreciate everybody listening. Take care. We'll talk to them. Bye.